Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Eternal Network. I'm your host, the experienced some call Jason, and with me today is... Godfather, CDO113, and the token whisper in the wind, Tarky. And today we're going to talk about one division theories and some baseless rumors. Uh, Todd, you want to kick us off? He He's over here giggling too much to, to kick us off. I guess I'll start. Um, one of the rumors that's going around, Chris Evan is coming back as Captain America. I hope it's true. Uh, I know Todd and I both have seen some of the folks online kind of pissed off about it. You know, you know, saying that, you know, the, uh, well, the thing is, they were they were kind of going, they kind of upset that if he comes back, then that reduces Sam. As a comic fan, yeah, I don't have a problem with that because I'm before I before I give my complete judgment, I want to see the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want to see if they give Sam some kind of damn powers. Yeah, if he ends up with powers at the end of it, I don't care if Chris comes back or not. If Sam don't have no powers by the end of it, yeah, I think I'm a super soldier. Uh, I don't. Well, considering he's, they're still calling him Falcon in the name of the show, I assume yeah. he's still going to be the Falcon. Yeah. I, well, the thing is, I think he's going he's gonna to be Falcon for most of that show. You may not see him as Captain America to the damn near the end of it. Because it's him. It's him trying to get himself ready to carry the shield and uh Anthony Mackie himself keeps going you ain't seen me as Captain America now you there have been some toy leaks uh you know Falcon and Winter Soldier have those Titan heroes mm -hmm. and they've leaked out and now if you look at the picture on the front of it yeah, it's it's Adney Mackie as Captain America, and he's in a he's in a Captain America costume that's reminiscent of the comic version, but it ain't the comic version. Well, that's most of the costumes in Marvel. Yeah, but the trick is, it's act. What the point of that is, it's actually him in it. Because mm. see, that's something that you haven't you haven't seen him in a Captain America costume, when they talk about Falcon's new costume, it's a new Falcon costume. It's that, it's that red and black one that he's in in the show. Yeah. You know, he, he got something a little closer to a, to a comic accurate one, but if, if the thing on the front of that toy is real, nah, that, that's, that's one that's really kind of jumped out to comics. The only difference in it is the, uh, the Air Force lines uh, coming from the star instead of going straight out, they kind of come in diagonally. But other than that, that's pretty much his outfit from the comic. Yeah. Which, hmm. you know, I like Todd, I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier because, you know, who better to go to to learn to deal with that shield than Winter Soldier, who's, you know, as Bucky saw him use it in action for how long? And Bucky's already, you know, the Winter Soldier's already proven. He can throw the shield accurately because they caught it in midair when Cap threw it. He threw it back at him, you know. So they got that show called the Bucky Stan Show. Yeah, that's the Stan Show. That's 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 stacky. Yes, yeah. that's, that's people that looked at the press tour and said, "Sweet God in heaven, why in the hell haven't we put them in the show?" Yeah, yeah. Because I was about to point out, if you 
going by how long they were in the Avengers together in the movies, Falcon has probably worked with Cap longer than Bucky did. Yeah. 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 Hadn't known him longer, but as far as working with him as Captain America, Falcon has probably got more experience with that than Bucky. Well, uh, Netflix just dropped a show uh, or a movie uh, behind the wire or behind the lines. I can't remember. Behind the wire. Behind the wire. Okay. And it's got uh, the actor that plays Falcon in it. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, yeah. My brain blanked there for a second. But in one of the scenes, you know, he takes his shirt off and it shows you the shape. You know, he was in good shape when he was just doing Falcon in the movies. He has gotten in even better shape. And it's like, okay. He finally decided to do more just legs. Yeah. Because during the MCU, that was his thing. He worked. He worked his legs. He squatted. That was his main exercise. Well, when he takes his shirt, you know, at one point he's changing from one uniform to another, and you see him without his shirt, and I'm like, oh, he's been hitting the gym. So it's like, okay, at some point in the Captain America, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, he's going to have to do some phys- physical style whatever, and he's getting himself ready for it. So I was, I was happy to see that. But uh, Also, now he's a frontline character in a, Mar- yeah, in a, yeah, in a like, Disney Marvel show. Yep, he has to have more abs than sense. Yep, he's leading dude. Falcon could be in the show and not take his shirt off. Captain America got to go shirtless. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you you got that, and you've also heard about you know rumors about who will and won't show up in the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier show. Uh, you've got some folks saying that you know Steve will have to come back, you know, as you know, basically a Commander Rogers or at least Old Man Steve, you know, to kind of give Falcon that, you know, training that he needs to be Captain America. Which, truthfully, because that's what, that was one of the things that reduced him in the comic books. Once he was Cap, he should have been Cap. Yeah. Now, if they had gone with Patriot or something, and you had a young kid running around as new Captain America, then yeah, having an old man in his ear made sense. Falcon, a grown-ass man. Hell, MCU Falcon is a grown-ass man and a fucking vet. You don't need Steve in his ear. Yeah, he he doesn't need Yeah, because... In, in for MCU, Falcon's more experienced than Cap. Yeah, yeah, because he's done two tours. Cap is like trained and has has experience now, but like that's experience. He he maybe had like three years of experience, two years of experience when he met Falcon, and Falcon yeah. had done two tours. Yeah, yeah. So you know, as far as comics yeah, time, Falcon has had yeah. seen more. Steve's advantage ain't wartime training. Steve's advantage is he's hopped up on the super drum. Yeah. 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 That ain't then you to quote Tony Stark, the best part of you came out of a bottle. That yeah. ain't that ain't hell. I done got here because let's be honest, Cap didn't get where he could fight until when a soldier, when you had modern modern soldiers teach his ass how to fight. Yeah. Yeah, well, he finally got the modern-day martial arts training, modern-day... Yeah, because you watch First training. Avenger, he just slugging people. And yeah. the fact that it works is because, hell, he can pick up a car. <laughs> yeah. When, when he does that, that thing with the motorcycle where he throws the motorcycle at somebody as a, a you know offhand weapon, I'm like, jeez. And then when he holds the helicopter back, like, yeah, he... he but like I said, you watch the first one when he slings that shield and hits somebody with it, knocks the it's like getting hit by a bus. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, you know, Steve and First Avenger, that's not him. They didn't train him because they just didn't. 
They didn't have time. They hopped him up and sent him into the field. And hell, he was just slugging people. That's why in that first movie, he's toting a uh, Tommy gun. You know? Yeah, it, he wasn't above shooting you. And like I said, when you saw him in fights, yeah, he just come up and he popped you on. He didn't, he didn't tend to kick. He just popped you. Yeah. It was good old-fashioned World War II, you know, boxer, boxer, style. boxer style. I just come up and pop you a good one. And the fact that I didn't pick up a car means you really feel it when I knock the hell out of you. Yeah. Then when a soldier, after he's been here for a while, because, hell, even in the, in the first Avengers, yeah, he's just slugging people. You could tell that once he started working with S.H.I.E.L.D., they put him in, in some training. Yeah. And that's where you got that real neat-looking fighting style that he had from then on. But now, up until then, no, it's just... Sam, don't... You know, Sam was a fighter from... It's the one thing I liked about MCU Falcon. Sam was a fighter from the first time he shows up. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, com I'm a combat vet. I've killed people, you know. And I get in dog fights with my little personal wings. Yeah, because he was, what, Air Force Pararescue? Yeah. Which is their version of Special Forces. Yeah. Then he was in that Falcon program where, you know, he had to wing. So, so he yeah. was Special Forces, Special Forces. Yeah. He was like, oh, you need me to drop out of the sky on top of the bad guys. Not a problem. He got into dog fights with jets. Yeah. Which was one of the things. Out of I, the two of them, he was the one that motherfuckers shot missiles at. Yeah. That, they that, shot an anime cloud at Falcon. That was one of the things I liked when, you know, hit you know, he's in that fight at the airport. You know, it's like he's, you know, zipping around and it's like, oh, oh crap. Him him and Rody both have Air Force combat yeah. training and, and dogfight training. Like that would you know Yeah, because if you notice, hell, in that airport fight, Falcon put Tony on his ass. Yeah. That's what happened to Red Wing is he shot Red Wing into his face. Yep. Now, I have heard one theory, and this was, this was just some guy on the internet kind of stuff. But uh, what if they're bringing uh, Evans back to play Cap? But they're bringing him back to play Nazi Cap. That would still be okay with you. You deal with the multiverse and have Nazi Cap. What'd you say? As you're, if you're dealing with the multiverse and some upcoming stuff, so you could have Nazi Cap show yeah. up from some other Yeah, world. you could have Nazi Cap show up some other world. They'd be screwed. Yeah. Because you'd have the same problem that you had in the book. And, hell, it, it, you'd have to come up with some new way to fix it because the MCU don't have the Cosmic Cube. They turned the Cosmic Cube into the Tesseract, which turned out to be an Infinity Gem. Mm -hmm. Well... In, in a theory where it's an alternate universe cap, man, you, you fix it with a couple bullets to the face. Or sending him home or whatever. He he, he ain't some kind of mind-controlled something from your place. He's just a Nazi. <laughs> a couple of bullets in the face. I, I like the way this man thinks. We got a problem. What unless, problem. unless they bring him in, it's Nazi cap, but you find out it's like, you know, Faustus or somebody has gotten a hold of him. Or so he is mind-mucked with. If, if it is just Cap but a Nazi, we have solutions to Nazis. It's bullets. <laughs> Say it left him with president? <laughs> so Cap's solution to Nazis was to punch him in the face. That's true. And let a child shoot them. He didn't stop a child from shooting them when the child was beside him. He accepted the child shooting bullets as an answer to Nazis. As a kid, how was he going to deal with Nazis? Exactly. Kid fists are way too small. 
yeah, that that was an argument I had with somebody on on uh, line one day about. Oh, Cap was the most dangerous one. I was like, no, Bucky was in the comic books because Bucky ran around carrying pistols and machine guns and, and knives. And that's how he dealt with Nazis. Cap was over there fist fighting with them and blocking bullets. Bucky was sneaking up on them, killing them. You know? Bucky was not the innocent sidekick. Bucky was an assassin. I enjoy that as a character, but you think about that as a person, you go, my God, you people are horrible. Because that's the way they made Bucky cool. How do we make Bucky not Robin? Mm-hmm. Let's have him the one that cuts people's throats. Yep. Like that's the Damian it. Wayne Robin. Okay. Well, Damian Wayne Robin is after they went. You mean people like when Robin start cutting people's throats? Damn. We need a Robin that cuts throats. That's, that's the progression was, you know, you got Robin, Robin Bucky. And then when Winter Soldier comes back, the Red Hood pops up. So that's like evil Robin, evil Bucky. Mm-hmm. And then when they went told Bucky's backstory that, yeah, Cap was just a figurehead. Bucky was the one sneaking in there cutting people's throats. So, you know, the cameras didn't see Cap doing it. You like that? Yeah, Damian Wayne. So that's where you got throat cutting Robin from. Yeah. Because comics are original. Whoopsie. They're so original, they're original twice. Yeah. They have to be original for each each, each company is claiming originality. Exactly. And then later on, you'll have, you know, a YouTube video going, who stole it from who? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. wins. But yeah, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Evans back. I wouldn't mind Falcon getting powers. I wouldn't mind... Uh, Stan and Mackie going and doing a remake of 48 Hours of Lethal Weapon. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that would be cool. You just want to see the two of them and more stuff. Yes. Truthfully, yeah. My The the thing that I disliked the most about Endgame was the fact that the dead characters didn't go on the press tour. So your last press tour, as far as the movies went, was uh, Infinity War. Because that mm. was just it. Endgame was so deep, like, if you watched even the Marvel crawl at the beginning of it, all the characters are dead are cut out. They are, aren't they? Yeah. I not thought about that. Even when you see Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum in the Marvel thing, it's empty. Yeah, they they were, they were picky with that shit. So, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the show, but shit, I'm really waiting for the press tour, because I know they're going to do press on it. And the press is going to be fucked up. Talk, talking about press tours and, and interviews and stuff, I was watching on, uh, or I was looking at the article on, today on the internet, and it was talking about Holland when he got the, uh, did the audition for the uh, um, Avengers movie that he was in. And he was saying, you know, everybody, his, his agent was like, hey, you know, Marvel's real picky. They, they want you to have this, this script memorized. They want you to be able to just go right in and just, you know, hammer out your lines. Well, Robert Downey Jr. was in there when they were doing the interviews for who was going to play Spider-Man. And he said, you know, he had the lines memorized. He knew everything. And Robert Downey Jr., as soon as he said, start. Robert said, like, maybe one or two of the words that he was supposed to think. And then the rest of it was just real fast. Improvised, yep. and he just you know went went with it, and he said you know when he got 
he goes not to you know sound you know conceited or anything he's but when i walked out of there he said i called my mom and i was like mom i think i got this and he was telling her his mom about it but he was real concerned after whether or not he could get them for the spider-man movie and it was like i think i got a shot but you know he said i just knew i did and he said yeah when when it came down to it he was like i got this i got this i can do this it was just kind of funny. And well, they say he thought he was going to get fired after Civil War. Yeah, he did. Hell, Bettany thought he was getting fired when they called him in to talk to him about WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the execs at, the, at Marvel like fucking with people. Yeah. Just so you don't get uppity. Know that we can replace your ass at any time. If you doubt us, talk to Ed Norton. Yep. <laughs> Hell, talk to uh. Hell, talk to Terrence Owl. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they fire your ass at the drop. Yeah, that's right. recast the child of burning hell. You son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, one more thing, I Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's actually not rumor. Is it's another link in the chain to their Young Avengers is coming? Because they did cast within the last couple of weeks. I don't know the young actor's name, but they cast Eli Bradley. So the Brad, uh, you already had, um, you already had uh, Isaiah cast for it, and now you got Eli in it. So you'll have Patriots. Nice. Um, now let's see if they both. Here's where that could be really, really neat. I don't know if they'll do it, but it could be really, really neat. Because the Super Soldier Serum in the MCU ramps your ass up way, way up. Because, you know, they're cap. There ain't no peak human there. That bad. Yeah, he was, he was skin, that skin and bones. Well, I'm talking about he's a superhuman. Yeah. There wasn't nothing. But the trick he is... checking trucks, yeah. But the trick is when it comes to... Like the comic book verse, the reason why he was peak human was because he was 4F. When Eli gets the transfusion from his grandfather, that bastard was flat out superhuman. He was out running helicopters. He was he had super senses. He had all kinds of shit. Yeah. In fact, he was bulletproof. He he took bullets from a gunship. So I'm wondering. Uh, you know, since their cap was already ranked up high as hell, what the hell would Eli be like on that shit? Yeah. Now to WandaVision? Yeah, let's move on to WandaVision. Okay. Uh, I guess we start with the Easter eggs. Uh, you've got the uh, scene where they're going into their, he's carrying Wanda you know, up the steps. You've got the 2800 on the door, and I've read where that's supposed to be a uh, reference to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where 616 is the comic universe, the 2800 is supposed to be the cinematic universe. And then you've got... Uh, it's also a 6. 8 minus 2 is 6. Oh, six. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the you've got the uh, uh, Stark toaster that which, when it spins around on the back, you have three upside down sixes. Yep, so that's more sixes. 
but you got nine. reference to the insult. It looked like nines turned upside down as the sixes. That's how numbers well, work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the uh, toaster is a reference to uh, what Wanda would call Vision if she got mad at him, insulting him. And matter of fact, one of the characters in the show go as makes an offhand comment about how about him being a toaster or something. Wouldn't that and, be kind of like vaguely based, basically just a racial slur at him? Yeah, yeah, that's the idea behind it. Because, you know, he was a synthesoid, and calling him a a inanimate machine was the insult. Yeah, it kind kind of seems like a fucked up thing to do. Well, the thing is, dude didn't call him a toaster at work. He said, man, you're some kind of... She either calls him a machine or computer. Oh, man, you, you like some kind of computer. I am not. I am a carbon-based life form, just like you are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, then you've got the uh, neighbor who everybody's assuming is going to be uh, Ag- Agatha Harkness. And then you've got the... Uh, uh, was in the first episode or second episode when they show the cartoon vision phasing through the house and coming up out of the floorboards, and they've got the... Uh, That's the second one. Second one. Because the second one comes on like Bewitched. Yeah. He's got him phasing up through the floor, and you see the Executioner's helmet. Uh, mm, is the Grim Reaper? I mean, yeah, Grim Reaper. I, I didn't mean execute. Uh, Grim Reaper's helmet hidden up underneath the floorboards with some bones, which references were... Uh, when he was killed in the books, they hit Wanda hit the, the body underneath their house. Uh, let's see. Some of the products in the grocery store in the intro of the second one uh, are shouts out to uh, various characters. No, Wonder Man is one of them. Yeah, Wonder Man's one of them. Uh, then you've got a uh, reference on the bottle of wine during one of their meals that's a reference to the House of M. Thing is, we're going over. We're going over a lot of stuff that people can find anywhere. Yeah. Do like do like the weirdos and watch the thing at, you know, one half the frame rate and you come up with all kinds of shit because you already insane. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of stuff, eh. You can do bigger stuff. Geraldine, it who's introduced in the second episode, is Monica Rambo grown. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> yeah. That may actually go somewhere. I doubt the Grim Reaper's gonna show up in that show. You know, yeah, it, those things were neat little somethings for people that read the comics. If you just know the MCU from the movies, you ain't, you ain't, one, you probably didn't catch it. Two, if you did catch it, you don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, But like you were saying earlier about people going, oh, it's Mephisto. It's, uh, they're making references to. Now, we shall do our part to add to the book. Well, first off, I want to do this. I posted it on the website, but in case you didn't see it and you actually listened to the show, the people are going, it's Mephisto, it's uh, Mephisto, 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 because it's a bunch of sixes. There are a bunch of sixes in it. There are several references to the devil in it. It's the MCU. The MCU does not exactly follow the books, so it could possibly be Mephisto. I will put that out there. The people that go online going, well, see, it was Mephisto was the one that was responsible for her kids in the books. That is not right. Her children were not part of Mephisto. They were part of a character called Master Pandemonium. Still a demon, not Mephisto. This guy was a cheesy 80s villain with horn with a horned helmet, a star-shaped hole in his chest, and demons for arms. 
Because when he comes and repossesses the parts of his soul that were Wanda's children, they turn into his arms and he disappears. He had little kids for arms. Yeah. Uh, and then Agatha Harkness uh, cast a spell on Wanda and made her forget that she ever had kids. That said, Wanda has a tie to an act, to a demon in the comics, but it's not Mephisto, it's Cthulhu. Cthulhu is an elder god, and the one thing about the elder gods in Marvel is they won't end to our reality. So for Cthulhu to be the one behind it, that whole for the children thing, and hey, let's have, why don't you have children, and the focus on children would make sense. Because that could possibly be a way into our dimension. Now, will they end up making that Mephisto or something? Who knows? But comic-wise, it would make better sense to be Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is a sword. The sword emblems you see on the side screen when the it goes off the one episode. And then on the book that the person's taking notes in. Uh, there's two different acronyms for sword, and uh, the one that probably makes more sense for this one is the. Uh... Well, no, the the two acronyms. The, there's the comics, which is sentient world something something something, which deals with aliens. Where the MCU version, that W isn't worlds; it's weapons, which means it's something that's kind of monitoring super people. So I'm, but but the big deal that people go, oh, that sword, that sword, that sword. Well, if you watch Spider-Man Far From Home, you've already seen sword. Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know they exist. At Space Station that Nick Fury was on, that was sword. Yep. <laughs> then uh, the other thing I saw that... Uh, and you find out Wanda's a squirrel. And you find out Scarlet Witch is a squirrel. And they're all squirrels. Why not? Why not? Uh, I half expect them to, you find out that the Black Widow that died, you know, on Cormier was really a scroll. Anyway, you can have Black Widow back, too. Yep, that's true. That's a good old-fashioned comic book fuck you. Especially if the Black Widow... Except she would have shifted back when she died. How long does it take to shift back? Not generally very long. Maybe the camera panned by the time it did. Because let's be honest, once the person croaks, that's when you had the big flash of light and the person that gets to the gym wakes up in the water. You don't know how long it you don't know how long that takes. Very also fair, to be fair, fair, don't think he'd get the gym if it wasn't the person he cared about he sacrificed. He didn't sacrifice it, she sacrificed herself. Then he like get to the gym. Where he he chucked it. a dead body. No, it's. A, I'm not saying it's what they're doing, but that's a comic book out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a thing they could do. It just make would make no sense. Well, I mean, did it make sense that you well, know, it didn't make sense to kill the character in the first place? Yeah. You know? But, yeah. but did it make sense that, you know, all of a sudden you've got Thanos that hadn't gotten all the gems, all of a sudden goes, you know what, I'm going to warp to here and get the gems and I'll not die. If you got an Infinity Stone, there's a lot that they can go, you know, they just used an Infinity Jump, Infinity Stone. 
Hell, would Cap come back and brought it back? That might have brought her back. We don't know. Branched, branched off another timeline. Hell, the way the way they had time travel working in Endgame, hell, just go get the people that croaked. Yeah. They did with Gamora. Yep. Shit. Oh, we, that works? That counts? Well, fuck it. I go get Tony Stark from shit a few days ago. He knows what's going on, so he's fairly recent. <laughs> but you're leaving whatever timeline branches off where you got him without him. So, you already know that Thanos wins in all but one of 14 million timelines anyway, so they were already fucked. Yep. Yeah, but then you Except make... that that timeline didn't exist when Stranger's looking around, you're causing it to branch off. Yeah, except when you make a new one of a Thanos that is now sentient that there are multiple timelines, you've created yourself a huge problem. Mm. I don't see it that way at all. You go get the folks that you go get the folks that you lost. And, and they've already proved that you can have more than one of the same people running around yep. the same timeline because, you know, old man Cap is at the funeral when young Cap is up there doing the eulogy. That's a fan theory. And I thought you were going to go with the obvious one. I remember you saying old man Cap, you know. Yeah, you had two nebulas running around, too. That's how... Hell, that's that's what what when they were doing the time travel thing, you had two of all kinds of folks running around in the same day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That yeah. downtown New York during the fight. You know, uh, when Loki gets a hold of the Tesseract and pops out, then that means Loki's not there in that universe to bring Thor uh, Serta's helmet. So Hela takes over Asgard. So you got Hela running around in that world. That's yeah. all kinds of shit. Except in that's like the scene with him calling the hammer and it took forever. You know why? Because the other Thor was holding it. Or hell, what did that Thor do? Without Mjolnir, that whole damn time that hell he was running around with it. Yep. Hell, how'd they get the ether back into a into a mist? Rock Raccoon used a, an old car to cobble together something that put it back. <laughs> Ta-da. But uh, back to WandaVision, are there any more kind of popular theories or personal theories y'all have y'all want to point out? Like I said, the popular theories seem to be right now, it's either Nightmare or Mephisto. You know, it go either way. I'm throwing mine in. I'm going to say it's Cathan just because I hope that the MCU is connected enough to Marvel that somebody that goes, you know, we want, just want Demon in this. Why don't we just use Cathan? It's easier. Yeah. And it's not like they haven't mentioned Cathan in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Different world. Different world, yeah. But if you're going to have the uh, multiverse of madness, still makes sense because yep. th th this is the intro into it. Is there is there any chance she has just fever dreamed herself? Yeah, could be. Are you a hundred percent sure it's this is the real world and just what's happening? Well, that's her bubble, and you know it's something that's a bubble that other people in that world can see into because they're watching the TV show. And you know there's stuff on the outside of that because you've had uh, you've had agents trying to talk to her through the radio. They sent a toy airplane in there. The banging that they hear in the house a lot of times seems like it's somebody on the outside of that reality trying to kind of pound their way in. 
the reason why they can never really figure out what in the hell's causing that banging. Yeah. And the truth is, you're two episodes in. You know what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's a trippy show, and you've seen a total of two of them. Yeah. It's like trying to figure out what the hell was going on on Lost on the second episode. You ain't got no damn idea. No. But one thing that Todd did mention earlier before we started recording, uh, with if the one uh, character is Agatha Harkness, that he would like to see the a bunch of the other neighbors be the Salem Seven. I didn't say I wanted to see the neighbors be the Salem Seven. I just said if Ag- if Agatha Harkness exists in that world, I'd like to see the Salem Seven. Yeah, yeah. But that would... kill Agatha at one point in the book. Yeah, they burned her at the stake. Yeah, she her character has been killed more than once. The thing about Agatha is like we're she's uh, a centuries old witch that don't stay dead. Yeah, like it's it's like where uh Doctor Strange is the sorcerer supreme in the books. Agatha is the most powerful witch ever. Mm. Well, that's why she trains Scarlet Witch in the book. Yeah. Why Magneto did not impress her when he showed up. Why the Fantastic Four used as as a Franklin's nanny. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if they keep the character going, I would love to have her. Be, once Fantastic Four has Franklin, I'd love to have her. I hope they would keep her, that character, as his nanny. Yeah. They probably won't because, you know, the WandaVision one's not old. I guess they could always do like they did with Steve Evans and paint her up. But, you know. Well, you, if you go back and remember, there have been times where they've shown you a younger Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. But it was always been old. Well, she's always been old, but she has made people see her as younger than she was to kind of like throw off things. But she's always she's always been old. She's always been old and freaky. She goes to the same salon as Namor to get her eyebrows done. She's always been old. Yeah. Waiting for the cat. Yeah. Waiting for Ebony. If Agnes shows up with a black cat, that's Agatha. Yeah. Come on, non-witches can have black cats. She does. Yeah, but Ag- that's that's her a, sen- a sentient cat, if memory serves, right? That turns into a panther. Leading the cat's magic. She magic. She got all kinds of magic. Then we can watch the MCU explain how that's really science. Yeah. I think they're getting away from that to some degree. Yeah, yeah. They should never have had it in the first place. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I still blame uh, uh, Favreau for that. Yep. Favreau. Yep. He had he had that much influence, and, and his thing was, how can Thor and Iron Man exist in the same universe? Because uh, it's a comic book. Yep, that's why. Yeah. I, I carried a grudge, grudge for him about that for a little bit, but he's fixing Star Wars, so I forgive him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back oh, in my good graces, which I'm sure has been keeping him up at night. Star Wars, because it's mostly science. But there's some magic. Yeah, it's sort of to the side. And he yeah. brought Mandalorians back. Yeah, fair enough. Hell in the hell in the Mandalorian, they literally call them magic space wizards. Yep. Hell in the in the, in the uh, episode four. T- uh, Tarkin goes, you know, you're uh, not Tarkin, but one of the others goes, I'm not impressed by your sorcery. Like, motherfucker's been force choking folks. You you ain't impressed by that? Maybe he was the first person he force choked in a meeting. 
maybe he thought you will force choke people, but I'm sure you will force choke me. He learned the error of his ways. Along with and he survived it, which a lot of people don't. That's true. He is the only one that he forced choked as Vader that lived. Yep. Everybody else, yeah. He'll probably only live until the Death Star blew up, but yeah. yeah We're getting that's... way off the subject, though. Yep. Uh, so anybody have anything they want to add before we wrap this up? Well, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Has Vision shown any like obvious indications that he's not at least mostly similar to the one we've already seen? No, he's 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 Vision the way Vision. Every time you see Vision around Wanda, you know how he gets kind of goofy and kind of tongue tied. And yeah, he's that. Yeah, like I said, it, the two episodes in the first one. Is really, really bewitched kind of Dick Van Dyke show. Vision. The first one is more uh, Dick Van Dyke. The yeah. second one is more bewitched. It's a, little, it's a little bit more bewitched. It's he's he's actually the kind of the comic relief in the show. Yeah, yeah. Because he he just don't. Their whole thing right now is let's have everybody believe we're no, just a normal couple, and he's a robot. You know, he's a synthesoid. He'll do normal real well. So he tends to be kind of the comic relief of the thing. Uh, the second episode, he tries to chew some big red gum and messes up and ends up swallowing it. Yeah. And it gums up his gears and he's going around like he's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why big red would make you drunk, but yeah, that, but. Like I said, the first two. Well, they explained that away when they would show you the little cartoon diagram that he yeah, lost little gears. Yeah, even though he's yeah, not. Yeah, he gummed him up. I got that he gummed up his gears. Why would that make you act drunk? That and also, why would he have gears? Yeah. But if you go back to the time frame that the way they were shooting the episodes were, people thought of robots back then as because it's just sitcom. having gears. It's a it's sitcom. sitcom. Yeah. That's, that's why that did like it. How long comedy. do you think they're going to go with the sitcom motif? Uh, I think you go have the sitcom motif, but what's going to vary is the time period of the sitcom. Yeah, they, they've already shown you in some still photos. Because like, well, hell, the end of the second one, they're colorized by Yeah, the they're end. colorized by then, and it looks, you know how like, if you're old enough to, to remember, like me and Todd, when they would show you the reruns, you had uh, episodes of Bewitched and Mayberry in black and white, and then at some point they switched over to color, and it's like I think they you made any different. What, so, what they went up, what they, what it looked like they did is they went from old black and white Bewitched to either Bewitched when it was in color or early Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. That's the look of it. Yeah. Because you can kind of tell the time periods by the look of them. Mm -hmm. I know at some point they'll go Roseanne because you see everybody with mullets and all that shit. Yeah. So it'll, you know, I'm just waiting for them to hit Mary with children. <laughs> yeah. Vision is out, but it'd be worth watching. What, one thing I will say about this, when they do fade up into the color eyes version at the end of the second one, They've got that 1950, mm -hmm. late 50s, early 60s colorized version down. To, I mean, 
everything looks right. Yeah. That's that's one nice thing about the show is the effects for the most part are going along with whatever time period they're supposed to be in. Uh Wanda when she uses her powers, yeah, it's wire work. It's just like they did the Samantha's powers on Bewitched. They're using wires. It's not CGI, it's wires. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, it like I said, it's 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 a thing. I can get why maybe younger people that never really saw that stuff don't get it. For somebody that's old enough to remember when TV looked that way, you can sit there and go, "Oh, that's this. Oh, that they're going here." Okay, I get where that is. So you know, well, it's not like younger folks haven't grown up with me TV and uh, Nickelodeon still play. It still has their Nick at Night blocks. So, you know, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. But do I think it's going that the whole series is going to be that way? No, because you will eventually find out just what the hell's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's overall, not, though, the two of you would both recommend would both recommend the show. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, it, there's worse. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, I don't know, Batwoman, at which I watched the very first episode. Of course, of the- you did. Congratulations, you were one of only six hundred thousand people. Yep. Oh, uh, which sounds like a lot, but it's not. So anyway, uh, if you've got your own. If you've heard rumors, if you've got your own uh, pet fan theory on WandaVision or anything else geek-related, truthfully, uh, you can contact us uh, in the comments below. Because we'd love, you know, we'd love to hear your theories. So anyway, you can leave it in the comments below. You can hit us up at uh, the Nerd Eternal at gmail.com. You can hit us, us up on Facebook. Just search for the Nerd Eternal. We're on Twitter. Just look for the Nerd Eternal. Basically, type in the Nerd Eternal and you'll find us. Uh, so anyway, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, again, I've been your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me is Ben. Godfather. CDL113. And the token dilapidated storefront, Tarky. And we will see y'all next time. Please. It reminded me of the episode of Justice League, where it was an old town that was dilapidated, but that one psychic kid was maintaining yeah. the idea of everyone that it was a happy neighborhood. Oh, yeah, the one with the Justice Guild. Yep. Yeah. Who told John Stewart he was a credit to his people? Uh, thanks. <laughs>